Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have episode 34 of the Box Office Beatdown Show. I am joined by my fabulous co-host for this show, Larry from LC Screen Talk. Larry, how are you? <laughs> uh, I'm doing all right. Doing well. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, it feels so great hearing your voice here today on a Wednesday. Oh, right? um, this is this this has been a hot mess. We have uh, we we were on like we were on like one of the best streaks of shows with the, with the box office show, you know, and then just stuff happened left and right and uh. sched scheduling and then my yeah. work schedule your work schedule so our sundays have been very busy um but you know hopefully we'll get back into the swing of things this sunday but i know people have been missing the box office show but yeah. no it was not going anywhere it wasn't canceled or anything i had a lot i had like three messages on facebook and i'm like i didn't i god i didn't realize this show was so um popular <laughs> because if you want the box office you can just go online and look <laughs> box offices but people people probably people probably just like to hear our banter and stuff like that to talk about it but um you know i really appreciate everyone who's who love who enjoy listening to these shows um i enjoy doing them it's one of my favorite yeah. shows i do oh. on this channel with uh with larry you know what i mean so um yeah yes larry and i are still getting along nothing's going on between us two it's we're still we're still friends of course and we love talking about box office so um let's get we missed last week last week I believe just to go through really quick what happened last week. I think uh, last week Joker got back onto the number one spot. Actually, so once the actuals came out, I think Maleficent just edged. Oh, okay, okay. So it was um, really close one and two with Maleficent and Joker, but I think Maleficent barely held on after the barely. Okay, so then uh, this weekend, um, all right, so before we get into this weekend, this weekend we had the weekend of, um, I don't remember which day was Friday. Oh, Friday <laughs> was, the, was November 1st. That's 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 why I got to pay my rent. So um, Friday, November 1st, um, we had the opening releases for Terminator Dark Fate, uh, Harriet, and Arctic Dogs. Um, all right, let's get right into it. I can't believe I'm saying this on a Wednesday, but I'm excited to. Larry, what came out number one for the weekend? So coming in atop the box office this past weekend was Terminator Dark Fate, opening to $29.03 million, which is not a great opening. Worldwide, the film brought in, uh, at least to date now, a total of $125.6 million, and it received a B-plus cinema score. So... People seemed to enjoy it if they saw it. And actually, the, the weekend number itself was 123.6 for the worldwide. Um, just not a lot of people went to go see it, though. That's, yeah. well, that's well under all of the forecasts, all of the studio mm -hmm. expectation. It's not the worst. Uh, it did open a little bit higher than Terminator Genesis, which, thank goodness. But, yeah, not a good sign. Okay, uh, before I get my thoughts on this, because I didn't, I had for a read, this this happened, this, like, this whole new update for Box Office Mojo oh happened last, this is awful. What, what is, what happened here? Trying I, to this site is, ugh. It's like, I, I, I don't like that, 
I mean, it's better than when it was the first weekend. The first like the, the yeah. first day, it was like a mess, and I was like, "What is this?" And um, I remember I watch I watch um I watch Screen Junkies box office show, and they and like Dan Merle, he was like ranting on this thing, and I'm like, "This it's awful. Yeah. I hate it." Um, it's it's by I I IMDb Pro. It's 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 the worst. But yeah. getting back to the box office, I. I mean, you and I kind of saw this coming. Yeah. If you go back to our fall preview, you, they gotta let this Terminator franchise go. They just they gotta let this franchise go. I told Alex. Alex and I saw it on Monday because I was at the um the Boston Independent Film Festival over the weekend, so I was too busy to see Terminator. But I, when I watched the movie, I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it enough. But the problem with these Terminator movies and a $29 million number would have been fine if they didn't put so much into the budget. I, I said the problem the problem with this movie is that they're trying so hard to make this a franchise, big-budgeted movie, and that's not what it was supposed to be. It's the same way with, with like, the Jurassic, the Jurassic Park new movies. Yeah. And so all these, like, new, like, reboots and new, like, sequels, they're trying so hard to make it a big-budget blockbuster movie. You like you know like high scale esque movie and it's not what it's supposed to be. Um, it, the trailers looked the trailers weren't bad, but they just looked like Genesis. They did the trailers looked like Genesis, but even though we probably thought it was gonna be better, I'm, I mean like they gotta just. This is what happened with Men in Black over the summer. It's what's happening with the Jurassic Park franchise and stuff. They're just going way too big when the original predecessor was never supposed to be that. You know what I mean? And um, if this was like a $50 million budget movie, $60 million budget movie, and they made it the same way Terminator 2 and 1 was, it would have been fine. $29 million? Okay, fine. Because next week they can make it, they can make another like $15, $10 million and they'll be, they'll be good. You know what I mean? So, um, it's just, they gotta let this franchise go. And I don't know it, where that, I mean, I know where it went, but those effects weren't that good. Yeah, and the and effects I, were I like, like the biggest weakness of the film to me were the visual effects. I I totally agree. I, I I was talking in the review too. I was talking about how I cannot stand um the siege like fight CGI where like someone gets hit and they and like a CGI body goes flailing somewhere. That happens like a thousand times in this movie. Yeah. That liquid Terminator thing with Gabriel Luna was just horrific. I I don't need this liquid stuff because it looks bad. Like the CGI on it and. They showed like a extended pre like the okay so basically the, the highway scene that you saw in the movie the highway scene that's what they showed at Comic Con and at Comic Con I turned to Alex and said that CGI looks rough maybe they could just fix it in a couple of months and it's the same it looks the same like you know what I mean it looked the exact same as when I saw in July so I don't know I mean I was very lukewarm on the movie as a whole I did love all the um all the actors in it I thought everyone did great I uh, I really liked Mackenzie Davis. You know, I thought she was really, really fun. Um, you know, it, it's just besides that, I just was like, it wasn't needed. They got to let this franchise go. No matter how many times you put James Cameron returning, it doesn't work because it's the same thing that happened to Alita. They tried to bank on James Cameron and Alita battle. And so I don't know. I don't know about James Cameron and Avatar 2, though, because this is this is like, 
I mean, his this name recognition thing ain't working for him. Yeah, and so. I think they really banked on Linda Hamilton, which is yeah, they did. All, yeah, but I mean, she's not really a, you know a draw, so I don't know what that was. Yeah, because she hasn't been in movies in like years. You yeah. know what I mean? So you it's know, like it, any new people, they're not gonna care. I mean, it was kind of cool for for folks, and she she was the highlight of the film for me. But uh, yeah, she yeah. was great. She was great. It's just like you know, it's just we've seen this happen before. And the difference that, you know, somebody compared this, oh, Dwayne, I mean, somebody was like, you know, it's not, it's kind of the same with Halloween. Halloween uh, brought back Laurie Strode and they did a big number. And I was like, yeah, but Halloween, like that, they had the Rob Zombie movies and the last Rob Zombie movies were 2009. You know what I mean? So they were out for a good a damn near a decade there was no halloween movies and stuff so people were clamoring for that no one was cla- no one was clamoring for more terminator after genesis no one Gen- genesis was 2015 you know so it it was just like it's it's not the same because halloween they said okay this this reboot with rob zombie and it, it didn't work um you know our our franchise has kind of become a mess let's just cut off everything let's just make it seem like this is a re this is like the sequel to the first one fine whatever people want to go see it because first of all we haven't seen laurie strode since 2000 like what, 2001 i believe was resurrection oof um and stuff but then the difference with that is is because that we haven't seen a laurie strode driven halloween movie in so long and with terminator i mean arnold schwarzenegger was there in 2015 so it's not like people wanted to see another terminator movie i mean and everyone who heard about when dark fate got like when that when dark fate was going like you know when it got announced and all that stuff no one was excited you know what i mean so it's just like i don't know um they just gotta let this go and this this number definitely is gonna they're gonna let this and i, I feel bad for paramount because paramount they're still looking for that franchise to get them off the ground um mission impossible is about all they have right now um and they're looking but this says this ain't the one you know what i mean it's not yeah. the, um so i don't know I don't know what's going on. Um, all right, so number two, what do we have? We have a different, <laughs> different, different choice of words for this movie. But what's going on here? Yes. So coming in at number two is Joker, which held on to the position, falling only twenty nine point nine percent in week number five for thirteen point five million. That did bring Joker up to two hundred and ninety nine million domestic, and now as of recording, we're up to that three hundred million mark so yay and then worldwide it is up to 938 million so that does bring joker within striking distance domestic with suicide squad batman v superman and aquaman so for dc adaptations uh the next one in line is suicide squad at 325 mil um yeah this is this isn't this is incredible once again um Joker's in his fifth movie, and it's it's only taken twenty nine percent drops. Um, this is I don't know. This movie has become such uh, a sleeper hit of this year. You know what I mean? I I don't think anyone was expecting this movie to just to just like bank so much as far as for the box office goes. Yeah. The fact that it hasn't even opened in China yet. And it's at $938 million. I don't think it will open in China. I don't know if they'll give it a release in China. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, 
I don't the think fact, they will. The fact that the fact that without China, it did like nine hundred thirty-eight million dollars is just incredible. Uh, yesterday, once again, I was on my app, the AMC app, and last night it was sold out. Every it's just it's been sold out. Like all every time I look, it's sold out, and I'm like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if these people people who are hearing about it, um, you know, repeat viewers, of course, is a thing. But I don't know what's going on with Joker. But I'm definitely happy to see this movie just do so well. Um, and it's about to it's about to cross the three hundred million dollar mark um, in domestic wise, so that's great. So it's all around, really, really good news for them. And Warner Brothers, I'm sure they are just like loving this, and I'm sure they're they're trying to figure out how do we get Joaquin Phoenix back because this is just crazy. Yeah. Fifty million dollar budget, and it's about to make a billion dollars. That that's in, that does not happen. So um, good for this movie. Really yeah, good. and it never even dropped 50% its entire run. It has yeah. never had a 50% weekend, which is insane. So, I mean, yeah, I think I think it has the legs in it to, to get to that billion, honestly, with what we saw earlier this year with Toy Story and Lion King and stuff. Or not Lion King, Aladdin. We mm-hmm. didn't think that they were going to leg it out, and they did. And I think Joker has plenty of, of fuel in that tank, so... Here we go, I guess. Joker for for Christmas fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and this is and and this these kind of numbers are definitely gonna have the Oscars look at it and stuff. Um, so this is this is great, great for Joker, great for Warner Brothers, great for everyone involved and stuff. And I don't see it stopping from here. I think next week it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be in the top five. It, I never thought the amount of legs this movie would have, but this is great. Um, all righty, so what do we have for number three? So coming in at number three, after two weeks in at number one, was Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, dropping 32.4% for another $13.09 million in week number three. That brings the latest live-action Disney film up to... Oops, sorry, up to 86 million domestic and worldwide, the film has now grossed 385.9 million. Uh, yeah, Maleficent, uh, we, we went back to this the first weekend it came out. Um, it's doing fine, I guess, right now. It's not doing, it's not blowing, it's not blowing out any waters and stuff, but, um, you know, I. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this the the movie. It's like I, I don't know. Really, don't know how, what to say about it because I, I they were really banking on this Halloween like boost and Halloween yeah. kind of movie and stuff. Um, and it's just it's not get, it's not bringing in those type of numbers. And I mean. With with Disney, there's usually always like that, like two or three Disney movies that just don't do that well. Um, you had like what was it like Dumbo, something else that came out this year that didn't do well from them too. Um, but like Dumbo and then like this and yeah, I don't know. So I mean, we'll see what, what kind of legs it's ha- it has on um, the next couple of weeks. There are a lot of Oscar kind of movies coming out um, this weekend. A lot of like you know like big budget movies coming out this weekend well just one big budget movie but um yeah so i don't know where this really stands I mean, as far thankfully as... it still has a little bit of time before frozen 2 comes and right, takes any right. sort of you know it's going to take all of disney's attention plus all of the family anything yeah um, so 
But yeah, I think uh, it'll definitely get to 400 million worldwide, which is good because um, I think the budget is around 150 ish, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit higher. So it definitely needs to get up into that range. It just it's kind of in that situation with Terminator where Terminator had to get to like 450 million. Mm-hmm. I think Maleficent has to get to around that same area because they're probably just about the same price tag on them. But uh, I, I think this at least has a chance to get there. I don't think Terminator has a chance. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's certainly not the biggest Disney disappointment of the year. But uh, I don't know. It just it, it has not been able to to live up to its uh, predecessor. Yeah, yeah, yes, I agree with you. So, um, I mean, we'll see how it goes in the next couple of couple of weeks, especially when Frozen Two comes out. Um, alrighty. So number four, what do we have? Not bad. So- yeah, coming in at number four is Harriet, which brought in eleven point six million for its opening weekend. The focus features release also got an A plus cinema score from opening day audiences, which is actually a really impressive. So this was definitely higher than the pre weekend forecast had this film. And, you know, I know a lot of people are having problems with the movie itself, but just in terms of box office and what the film kind of represents at large, I think this is definitely a win. Um, Yeah, Harriet, it was like, it's weird because like you it had a really good audience, like, you know, uh, cinema score. Um, and then, but the critic wise, it's been kind of, eh, yeah, you know, like um, yeah. And it was only in 2000, I think for 2000 theaters, uh, this is pretty good. I think it's good yeah. for what it went up against. Top five. Um, yeah. Top five. I wasn't expecting top five for Harriet at all because, um, I don't think the marketing has been great either. I forgot it was coming out that, um, this weekend and stuff. So, um, it's, I think $11 million is a good number because I was baking on like 5 million opening weekend, you and know, but, um, this is, is not bad. Uh... What's actually a little bit disappointing is this just shows to me that a good Harriet Tubman movie that that had the power of hidden figures or something behind it would have easily blown 20 million, I think. You know, Harriet Tubman, I don't even know why it's taken us to 2019 to get a freaking Harriet Tubman film. I mean, I agree. she's, yeah, she's I literally agree. one of the most famous historic figures in the United States history. It's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this movie only in 2000 theaters, focus features, you know, they do what they can to get their films out there. You know, they do a lot of these kind of serious movies. Um, but, you know, if you had the power of a, of a bigger studio and, more, well, one, maybe an American star, because I also find that a little bit weird with Cynthia Revio. I don't have a problem with her, but I find it weird that we couldn't find an uh, African-American actress uh, to play the role. I don't know. Uh, this is all my own side stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it just shows the power of of people wanting to see these heroes and Harriet Tubman is just the latest and, you know, still was able to over exceed and overstep expectations, even, you know, with this kind of small push behind it. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's also, it also goes back to what we say about the black audience too. They come out um, for these kind of films that represent. 
happen. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? They, they they come out for these kind of films representing, like, our heroes and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm very happy for the movie. I haven't seen it yet. Like I said, last weekend was was brutal. It was busy. So, um, speaking of that, you did your um, festival, too. How was it? Yeah, I'm still still amongst it. Uh, it doesn't close until Sunday. Oh, it's, oh, okay. It's one of those. See, um, the Boston Independent Long Film bunch. Festival... Um, the, the Boston Independent Film Festival, like the actual festival is not until April, but they do every like every like around this time of year, they do the fall focus, which is like they show some of the fall movies, which is only a weekend. Um, so that started Friday. So yours is, is ending, you said this Sunday? Yes. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. Maybe get with the marathon, one that you'll die. Um, oh, oh gosh. Now I'm like dying. The Hidden World from Terrence Malick. Oh, oh God, that's 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 gonna be long. I feel like <laughs> that's the last um, of my festival. What? That's the last film. What's, what? What other stuff are you gonna be seeing this weekend? Three hours long. Um, I'm seeing. What am I seeing? Sorry, I'm seeing waves tomorrow. Yes! And oh. then I'm uh getting to interview Trey Edward Schultz on Friday, oh, uh, nice. the writer director for Waves. Nice. Uh, then I'm that. seeing the Aeronauts. I'm seeing the Report, Marriage Story, and then the Hidden World. So I saw last week. I saw so Friday night was the opening night. So I saw that was Marriage Story. Oof. Um, not in a bad way. Like just oof because it's tough. It's a tough movie, you know. Um, and Waves. Oh my God. You saw Loose, of course. Yeah, we gushed over Loose like a while back. This actor, this Calvin Harrison Jr. Man, I I I just he's so great. You know, he's yeah. so good and i i really hope you like it because it's really good um the woman the woman the other uh, girl from uh escape room is like you know one of the characters in there too and she's really good it's a really really good movie another another tough movie but really really good so i'm excited yeah, for you so, to you know, yeah this festival is a big reason i unfortunately have yet to see harriet yet but i yeah. will i will get out to see harriet for sure at least sometime but yeah and i wasn't able to see it last weekend like that's why i saw terminator dark fate on monday um theater was dead too and that's sad the theaters theater was like no it was like three people in there and then joker <laughs> we come out and the uh, people the line for joker is like just filing out and i'm like what's going yeah. on um all right but last but not least let's get to the number five spot what do we got so, rounding out our top five is The Addams Family, which dropped 30.9% for $8.3 million in its fourth uh, weekend of release. That brought the animated spooky kooky feature up to $85.09 million domestic. And then worldwide, the animation has grossed $130 million. Um, is that a good number, you think? Yeah, I think it's pretty solid overall. This has actually okay. had really solid holds from yeah, week I would to agree. week. Um, of course, I think this weekend, maybe it's last hurrah. Um, it was, you know, Halloween weekend, if you will. So it had that. Yeah, it's it's held on pretty well. Um, probably do a lot to lack of other animated options. Well, there was a new one this weekend, but it surely didn't hurt the Adams family. That's for mm -hmm. sure. Um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's done pretty decent. And I don't think the budget for Adam's family actually was that big. Mm -hmm. So I, I think 130 worldwide is okay. I'm trying to see if I can actually find the budget really quickly. And that will give us a good sense of 
just how much? Yeah, so they have the budget around forty million. So it's over tripled its budget. Oh, so okay. So that's not good. bad. Yeah, that's yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's performed well. Okay, so that's good. Um, all right, let's get into these other stories. I love Ooh. that our I love that our indies are doing pretty well. Like wow. Par- Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, doing pretty good. Um, the Lighthouse took a drop, more than thirty four percent, but it's still doing pretty good. Your favorite uh, film of the year, The uh, Lighthouse. Oh my god, everybody loved it. I just don't get it, but I mean, I'm happy for y'all, I guess. Um, let's talk about a couple films that didn't do so well. Yes, let's uh, talk about starting it. with Motherless Brooklyn, released by it's, Warner it Brothers. It looks bad. I mean, it looks bad. I, I well, don't know. This, again, like, we were talking yeah. Warner Brothers needed Joker, y'all, because yeah, this looks... is the kind of opening they've been having all year long is Motherless Brooklyn. 3.5 million from 1,300 theaters. First of all, it got a pretty small release, only 1,300 theaters. Yeah. But only made 3.5 million off of it and then worldwide it's up to almost 4 million at this point so edward norton writing or at least he's right it was like what is it he's acting it's like writing and directing right like it, it looks bad like i watched the trailer before the lighthouse um and i was like what is this i and then like um Alex was like clamoring to see it so he saw it today and I'm, I wanted to know what he thought about it but I'm like I just don't I mean mother I first of all I'm like it's coming out with a packed weekend and I don't think anyone's the marketing was was obscure and the movie just looks bad so I'm not surprised with this number like whatsoever you know yeah. um Arctic Dogs wow I mean Oof, so that Arctic is, Dogs. wow my poor Jaden oh Man, <laughs> that's released by entertainment studios um uh, yeah that should tell you right off the bat what we're dealing with but yeah. they came in at number 10 arctic dogs with 2.9 million from 2800 screens which comes down to a truly terrible one thousand twenty dollars per theater average for opening weekend um so this is actually one of the worst wide releases one of the worst openings in a film over to 2500 theaters so it just i mean again it looked terrible like let's just call it what it is arctic dogs looked terrible didn't it remind doesn't it remind you of uh, norma the north like when that was coming out yes (laughs) and it had a similar opening to norma the north i mean it and it didn't even opening day audiences gave it a b minus Yeah, and that's horrible for a family feature. (laughs) A B minus, so that would be good for like an indie horror. Mm -hmm. But for a family film, a B minus is terrible. So I I don't know why I do these things to myself. I'll probably I have to still see Arctic Dogs at some point. Um, I would have seen it this weekend if it wasn't such a hot mess. Ed and Harriet, but Motherless Brooklyn, I don't think was very good. Uh-huh. You saw it. I mean, I just, I just, I just. It looks, it looks awful. I was like, this does, this looks bad. I don't know what it is, what it was. It just, I didn't. It just looked. It reminded me of when I first saw the trailer for Live by Night with like Ben Affleck, and I'm like, this, it's like a lot of like these kind of filmmakers and directors and writers think that hey, let's just slap on the gangster drama, and this is like yeah. Oscar worthy. You know what I mean? And that's what Live by Night did, and it was it was atrocious. So um, this doesn't surprise me. Like I said, I'm glad my indies are doing well. Um, um, Zombie Land as of Monday. Uh, crossed over 60 million domestic so, so that's good. It, 
It has that. It's at 87 million worldwide. But yeah, Countdown did not stay around. It only dropped 34, but it looks yeah, like it wasn't much. But again, it was the only horror film out for the weekend. Um, and it was cheap. So it's $17 million domestic haul is okay. Because <laughs> it yeah, costs like $5 to make. <laughs> Black and blue with this 50% drop. Oh, my oh. God. Yeah, Black and Blue had a way harsher drop than Countdown. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Ty, I, I love to see what Tyree said about this, about this box office disaster. You know, you know, I saw, oh my God, this was incredible. You know, I saw that he posted, um, you know, because he's been like on a tirade all summer with like The Rock oh, and all wait. that stuff. And then making fun of The Rock's movie for not, I mean, doing like, you know, Hobbs and Shaw didn't blow doors off the place, but it did well, yeah. you know. Um, then he tried to he, on social media. He was like, there was like this post that he did that said that Black and Blue was like the most watched film for an hour on thir- yeah. last Thursday night. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what Black and Blue is not making is not breaking any type of box office records mm-hmm. whatsoever. What What are you talking about Tyrese right now? Needs you to know, just be quiet. Like, yeah, I, I was like, come on, Tyrese. I was like, I was like, what? I mean, Hobbs and Shaw's the number one movie when it came out. I don't, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Um, and Jumanji's going to do really well, you know, when it comes out. So, I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I don't know what, what he's doing. By the way, Jumanji is coming out the day of Star Wars, right? They didn't I have do no that. Idea. I don't remember. I could have sworn they, they was trying to go up against Star Wars. Um, this is why they did this December date. Um, just want to check real quick. Jumanji. December 13th. Okay, and Star Wars is a little bit later, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Juma- okay, so okay, so it's fine. Because I remember they were trying to go up against Star Wars and stuff like that. Um, They are going to get demolished when Star Wars does come out. But, um, Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, we'll see. But, like, any other story? I mean, the stories, um, Hustlers in the top 20. I mean, I didn't see that. I mean, I don't... Was that always in the top 20? But Hustlers yes. is back... Yeah, back in the top twenty, looks like. Yeah, um, Abominable is still in there. Um, Downton Abbey is still in there. Um, it, it it did go down a lot from the last yeah, it's time. Finally, we did a show. it's Downton Abbey is definitely. Uh, I don't think it's gonna make it to that one hundred mil mark unless they do a re-release. <laughs> Oh and God. even then, I don't know, maybe there will be 20, no, it'll probably be like two minutes extra footage, like that freaking Hollywood, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mess. Oh my God, don't say re-release in my, my, like, just, I'm so tired of that word, it's not even funny. It's well, looking at, like, last week's openings, the current war director's cut just did terrible right from the get-go, mm-hmm. didn't hold very well either, plummeted 54%, it's now up to about 5 million after two weeks. My poor Tom Holland deserves better. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, He'll be fine, I mean, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, what's that bird movie that's coming out? I don't. I mean, oh, and on is right. onward this year. On your onwards, not this year, right? That's next year. Um. Okay. So the bird yeah. movie. I mean, he'll, I, I don't know how what the how that. I don't know about animated movies this year. So I don't really know how that's movie how that movie's gonna do. The the only animated movie that I have really faith on this year, the rest of the year is Frozen too. I mean, that's it. Um. I see a good a hundred a hundred plus million dollar weekend for that. Um, just because I feel like just the, the the phenomenon that Frozen became with the first one, um, it's gonna blow the doors off the place. So I see that happening. Um, all right, so let's get into what we got coming out uh, this weekend. Um, this weekend we have a bigger release for Jojo Rabbit. 
Uh, we have Doctor Sleep, Midway, Last Christmas, Playing with Fire, packed weekend, uh, Playing with Fire, and then we have a release for Honey Boy and Marriage Story, kind of. So, um, Doctor Sleep, what do you see? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, I s- about uh, 20-ish. See, 20, I feel like they were, uh-huh. you know what the problem is about that? I feel like they're banking on a higher number. I I see 20, uh, I see, th- uh, fuck, I don't know. I see 30? 30? 30? Yeah, maybe 30. Um, You don't think so? No? Maybe. I, I, I really don't know with Dr. Sleep. I think Dr. Sleep is such a wild card. I would love to see, I, I did go to the Fandango event for it. I would love to see the numbers from that Fandango event. Um. To see kind of, I mean, my theater was actually packed. There were people up, uh, like in the front, even. Mm-hmm. So at least for my Fandango experience, the theater was packed. So, so I, I think with the runtime, it's gonna, th- it's gonna turn a lot of people off. It's very long because with the AMC app too, it tells you the runtime, and I can just see, I can just see people be like, oh god, two hours and thirty-two minutes. Right, you no. need to log off that app. Log off. I love that. I you love that. You gotta put app. it down sometimes. Okay. <laughs> oh Dwayne? my god. I love the app. And then they had they had this new feature called AMC A-list Entourage. It's yeah, awesome. I know. And me and Alex did it on Monday. It was amazing. I love it. Um all right. And then let's uh Jojo last, Rabbit. I mean last I, Christmas I think will be the second movie. New release. You think so? Oh my god. Last Christmas, you think that's going to that's going to do something this weekend? I don't People, I mean, Hallmark releases like 50 flipping Christmas movies a year. And that's the audience I think that will go out and see last Christmas. Oh man! Is, I I mean, th- these people love their Christmas movies. I don't know what it is. These some people just love Christmas. They love these little Christmas romance tales that they've seen over and over. Last Christmas isn't quite the one you've seen over and over, but I yeah. think it's gonna lure them on in. I'm only gonna even get like fifteen, but I think it'll get about fifteen. Can I ask you a question? Hmm. Why do Christmas movies like this do not come out on Christmas? I have no idea. It's baffling. Why is this? Why is this coming out in November? Baffling. I get it. You know, okay, after Halloween, it's Christmas season to a lot of people. But come on, help me out here. Um, come up at like Thanksgiving when yeah, or like the day after, or like the weekend after. I don't know something. Midway is gonna do awful. Okay, Midway. (laughs) Midway is gonna do atrocious. I don't know what what we're thinking here. Midway is gonna do a solid seven to eight million. Okay. Yeah, a solid seven eight million. Especially with Joker still in the top five, it's gonna do a solid seven to eight. Um, Honey Boy, I see maybe one or two million. I mean, yeah. What is that release like? Five hundred theaters or something small? Okay, I mean, then I probably see smaller than yeah, that. Yeah, it's gonna have a pretty. Uh, and I don't know that people really know all that much about it. I mean, there's that <laughs> freaking poster in the the theaters with the like pie, but. Yeah, the posters, the poster. I want to like the poster, but I don't like the poster. I don't know. The movie was good, though. The movie was good. Saw it on um, Saturday, a, too. Yeah, unfortunately, it was part of my Denver Film Festival lineup, but unforeseen circumstances stopped right. me from seeing it. It also stopped me from seeing Playing With Fire, which had uh, the pre-screenings this weekend, right, right. and I missed them, but I'm not all that sad. Um, I'll probably end up seeing it, though. Let's just be real, because like, I feel like everything. But well, Playing With Fire, I, I don't know. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't know. This type of film has its audience. Well, I, Larry, I, I don't see... I see, like, five million for this movie. I don't know what's John Cena's. I don't. I, I don't know it. I I just feel like people go and watch this schlock. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll go ten. 
Okay, well, that's fair. Um, Twenty-eight, twenty-eight hundred theaters. They're, they must not have that much confidence compared. Well, yeah. I mean, but all these other ones are in over three thousand theaters on this weekend. I mean, my God, there's too much. And then Marriage Story with uh, Marriage Story with it's gonna take it's gonna take a hit because it's not gonna be in any AMC theaters um, because AMC doesn't do the um, the your Netflix movies and stuff. So that probably will take a hit from um, you know. But I I still see an okay number for it because. Um, you know, because the the festival on Friday has a has a they still do like general admission and stuff, and the theater for Marriage Story was like crowded, like crowded, like to the brim. It was crowded, so um, I don't know. I think people do want to see it, so or people realize it's Netflix. Might might just wait. Same thing that would happen to the King and stuff. Um, so we'll we'll see. But overall, we'll next see. it'll yeah. definitely be interesting with movies like Marriage Story and The Irishman and all them because hey, they're gonna be on streaming here momentarily so are you gonna go or are you just gonna wait yeah exactly that's what i i mean that's what i I wanted to see last week i wanted to see the king in theaters my week last week was just insane though with all the screenings that we were going to like alex and i then the film festival and stuff um but it's already on netflix so i'm like i mean I, i could just watch it tonight you know what i mean um so maybe that's how people think but yeah. the thing that the thing that I think Marriage Story has an advantage over when it comes to The King is that The King went out in theaters the week it was coming out on Netflix, which makes no sense, you know? Yeah. Um, Marriage Story is not going to be on Netflix for like another month or so. So I do think people will, I mean, that'll probably help it, help it out a little bit, you know what I mean? So we'll see. We'll see how it yeah. goes. Um, but all right. I guess that's it. That's it. That's it that's for it. this weekend's box office. Um, it was so good to do this show today. It was not planned. You texted me last minute. I was watching a movie, um, and I said, I will set up my stuff right now. Let's do this. Let's get a box office show on. Um, the box office schedule, we'll be back to normal. Hopefully on Sunday, we'll be back for episode 35, <clears throat> everyone. So stay tuned for that. And that is it for this week. That is all we got for this week's box office episode. Uh, Larry, why don't you let everyone know where they can find you, what's coming up on your channel this week. Yeah, so you can find me on YouTube, obviously, as well as Instagram and Twitter, all at LC Screen Talk. Um, I actually have two more reviews coming out today. Uh, my midway review is dropping today, and then I'll be seeing Ford v Ferrari and getting my review up for that. Um, I'll have my review up for Waves, um, as well as all those other movies from the festival that I just mentioned. I'm trying to get these interviews out <laughs> as well well uh so it's a busy busy time for me um i just released a a reaction to a a little song from frozen 2 as well so lots of Mm -hmm. craziness happening Alrighty, um, very excited for everyone. This is once again, this is this is um, my favorite time of the year because all these movies that we're getting and stuff, exciting. So I'm excited for you to get to see all the all the movies that you're going to be seeing. I'm excited with your interview. Um, good luck with that and everything. Um, and that is it, everyone. You can find me on Twitter, Cinematic94, Instagram, Cinematic1994. The page, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cinemania World. And as far as for us, the world show will be out tomorrow. Sometime this weekend, we'll do the doctor, we'll do Doctor Sleep. And my, I'm still working on some guests for my waves, my waves review. Even though I saw it last week, I'm working on some guests for that review. So stay tuned for that. And that is it, everyone. Uh, my name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you. We will talk to you guys next week or this Sunday for episode 35. 
of the Bogdan Speed Down Show. And that is it. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye bye.